Welcome to Parenthood Bites, the podcast where we explore life as a parent in tech. I'm your host, Chow, and I have over 15 years of experience in tech, and I'm also currently working as a career coach. I'm the proud mother of three incredible boys. In each episode, we have an inspiring guest who will share their remarkable story. You'll find their wisdom and insights both relatable and enriching, because after all, we're all in this parenting journey together. So grab your favorite drink, get cozy, and let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to Episode 5 of Parenthood Bites. We're here today with Song, who is the VP of Technical Services at Noom and lives in the Bay Area. Welcome, Song. We're so happy to have you here today. Hey, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. I'm looking forward to hearing your story. So um, I'd like to start by just asking what brought you to tech and how many years have you been in tech? Um, I've been in tech for almost 25 years now. Um, what brought me to tech, uh, well, I majored in computer science in college, so it's, it's a natural uh, progression in tech. So I've been in Bay Area most of my life since high school. So Nice, 25 years. So you must have seen like a lot of things change and evolve during your time in tech. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty much an, it, everything happens in waves technology, companies, uh, things like that. So Yeah, for sure. So how many years have you been in tech before you became a parent? Uh, I worked for about 10 years before I became a parent. So a little bit under 10 years, probably more like, you know, seven or eight. But, you know, uh, I would say roughly around seven or eight years or 10 years in that in that ballpark. So nice. So would you say you were like pretty mid in your career when you had a kid yeah i would say i was a little i was a little bit of a late bloomer so i was kind of mid kind of early mid in my career when i uh, got when i was in tech and then you know obviously uh I, when i got married we actually had we had our son really quick like after a year after i got married so it's pretty pretty early so yeah i hear you i think we were married for six months and then I got pregnant and I think back and I'm like, Oh, maybe we should have like, you know, gave us some time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Married life a little longer before having, having kids. So how old is your, your son? Oh, he's now 17. So it's been a while. He's older now. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what was it like when you, you know, when you were sharing with work that you were having a baby, like, how did they respond? Oh, I mean, most companies are pretty responsive when you have a child like they're you know, because I think uh, people are, you know, oh, they're congratulatory, things like that, you know, and then everybody wants to give you advice after that. So it's, uh, it was actually pretty straightforward and the, you know i think the hard part is you had to get up to speed with all the like benefit laws company laws you know and then you know obviously it, it's actually i think a bit more challenging uh for my wife than it was for me because she had to understand like how much time she needed to take off you know does her company allow her to take off uh, do they pay fully? Do you need to get benefits? Do you need to get this, you know, disability? Do you need like, you know, all the benefit stuff you had to work through. So that, that was tricky for me. It was really more like, 
uh, how long that I can get off. And it's funny because uh, when we had our son, paternity leave was more lean towards uh, the mother than the father. Father only gets two weeks, <laughs> which I thought was really strange. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah. How long was your wife's leave? So my wife actually had a... Um, she had a, uh, um, a high-risk pregnancy, so she had to take leave earlier. Then, then, her com- then her company told her they couldn't pay her for the time she's taking off. They needed to, she needed to go on some form of disability benefit to, and, and get, you know, be, to supplement her payroll. So she was out for almost six months. So, so what is she in a different industry than you? Yeah, she's actually my wife's a CPA, but she uh, she works for a nonprofit organization as a CPA, and then um, uh, but she she's also you know worked in she worked with tech, but she knows a lot about the tech industry through me. Uh, incidentally, she probably the one thing she probably doesn't want to work in tech because it's a little rigorous, uh, you know, and then. Yeah, and most families know this in Silicon Valley that you have to kind of pick and choose and work together and how you're going to manage your family because you can't have two people working in tech that would probably be a little gnarly. Uh, so. Yeah. And so did you take the full two weeks off? I did. Uh, I took the first uh, interesting story uh, when I first took when I took the two weeks off and, you know, you don't you don't prepare yourself for how exhausting having a child is and then my first day back at work right before i got into work i got into a fender bender <laughs> so i got into a little i was so tired driving into the office that i got into a little accident and then i had to go deal with that after even when i got back to work so yeah it's very exhausting <laughs> the the baby days right oh yeah I, you're not even focused you don't even like you're not even it's hard to focus at work you're not even thinking about like you're just trying to get through the day versus like trying to perform well at work, I guess you would call it. So for sure. How was it um, transitioning back to work after your two weeks? Uh, it was tough because I was at a startup that, you know, if, if you work in tech, sometimes you end up at a startup and not big tech. So big tech actually gives you a little bit more leniency to kind of transition in. But at startups, they want to give you their time, but they kind of bother you while you're on paternity leave, you know, for me. And then when you get back, you kind of have to hit the ground running because, you know, startups are trying to grow the business. They're trying to, you know, keep the uh, company going and things, you know, you have milestones ahead, things like that. So that was just, a, that was, a, it was an interesting time. But especially you're exhausted with the baby and then you got to go to work and be completely on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And back then, I mean, you think back then, I mean, you might remember the shout, there wasn't a lot of, uh, remote work environments back then. <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't like you can just say i'm gonna work from home so is that okay back then it was like no everybody comes to the office everyone's in the office all the time it wasn't like i mean some companies had remote work from home friday you know but it wasn't like now where you have like a hybrid work schedule a parent parents work from home so it was kind of weird because you know, you, you see you see the parents in the office, the people who had children or have little kids, because sometimes they're like zombies. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I remember those days. Like yeah. you said, you're just trying to get through the day. Yeah, you're just like, I got to get through the day. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go home and you're like, oh, boy, this is my second job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go home, you're like, it's not like you get a break. You got to go home and then you got to, you know, then for me, every I used to joke around when I get home, my, my wife would be like, 
here, your turn. <laughs> so. Yeah. There's that balancing act. Yeah, totally. Um, so do you remember if there was a mother's room at your work? Yeah, no, I didn't actually, I didn't actually see a mother's room until I got to probably five years into five years after I had my son, five or four years. No, no. Four years after I had my son, I joined a startup in San Jose and um, it was growing really fast. So we had a lot of, um, we had a lot of, I just remember us having a lot of like young, like young married people in the, like, you know, people who were married that were younger, they end up having kids. And I think one of the ladies or one of the ladies kind of demanded it. And then they just converted a small remote office and put some tinted windows up and, and they called it the mother room, you know? And so that was the first time I heard the concept of it. Uh, you know? yeah. and it, it seems like with startups too, like when there's a need, then they start. Yeah. They don't actually have yet. So yeah, interesting enough, my wife, when she went back to work, her office didn't have it because they were a little bit old school in financial services. And so, um, she ended up having going to the women's restroom to do the, you know, I, you know, I don't know if I can say it, but like the breast yeah, pumping, yeah. the things that you do throughout the day, yeah. you know, and then having to carry that stuff to the fridge and store it and do all this stuff. And, you know, I just remember her saying it was pretty hot. It was pretty much, it was real hassle. So. Yeah. It's pretty uncomfortable. I mean, when I was at a startup, um, we were at an offsite. And there was no room. So they're like, just go to the bathroom. But it was like a one room bathroom. So I came out, everybody was in line to use the bathroom. And someone, I, I'll never forget this. She was like, what were you doing in there? Making brownies? And I was like, oh my <laughs> God, you see my pump bag. Like I was so embarrassed. But then you're put into those weird situations. Yeah. People just yeah. don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Back in those days, it wasn't very uh, parent sensitive or accommodating for young parents. Yeah. Yeah. So, what did you do for childcare when your son was? So that was really tricky for us because we lived in Santa Clara, and we both worked in Burlingame, which was kind of a commute for us. I mean, it was okay when we didn't have children because we would commute together. So we couldn't get. We tried to get local childcare like in this, in the city area, but we, we soon realized that's not a good idea because none of us are down there. And if we had to go, you know, when you have kids, they get sick, they throw up, something happens. It would take us like 40 minutes just to get down there. Right. Or, you know, cause of traffic. So, so we had a friend, well, actually my wife's coworker referred her to someone in the area because she lived up in the area. And then we went to, we had sort of, we found a daycare in the area there. But it was really that in itself has its own challenges because let's say let's say I'm sick, but my wife is off or she's off or I'm sick, but we still need to take kid, we want to take the kid to childcare. We had to drive, you know, like it, the it was like a weird I don't know how to put it. It's like it has its own like good and like it's good when we're both at work and we can drop our child off and then pick them up. But it's bad when you have to like, oh, we're both, I actually have to, she's not feeling well, but she can't, or I might be out of town on a business trip. She's not feeling well, but she can't take our son to daycare because it's way in Burlingame. 
and we can't do the flat vice versa because that doesn't work either because when we're at work most of the days like five days a week you can't do that so so it was really tricky ultimately we just decided to move or move closer up north which kind of solved a lot of those problems but it was tricky in the first like year you know first year or not you know first year child care because we were kind of doing this kind of shuffle thing so it was kind of tricky back then so yeah especially when your kid is is little yeah. And on top of that, it's, you know, if you live in the Bay Area and tech, you you, write, you realize really quickly child care is like having a luxury car pay, car payment or more. So expensive. And then if you're late to pick up your kid. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so expensive. Yeah, it's probably, it could be probably the most, it, it, I, I think, I think because my wife's a CPA, I think at one point we, we, we said that it was probably the biggest expense we had in our budget at the time. Because we, you know, you rent... We, went, we didn't actually own a home at the time. So it was like you had expenses. Then you look at the daycare expenses and just like, you know, in my mind, it's like, man, this is like a, a nice car, like a really nice car, you know? So. <laughs> yeah. Eventually I was just like, I, I don't want to look at it. Let's just write the check and like, don't, don't think about it. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. they charge like, I think like $15 a minute if you pick them up late or something. Yeah. Yeah. They had all these like weird fees that things like. Uh, yeah, I just remembered little things like late fee. Then they had like a vacation. Then they had like you had to pay for their vacation time where they didn't. Uh, and I was just like, why do we have to pay? We're not. They're like, well, it's like a school, and you need to like, we need to take a break. But that, but we also, I was just like, and then you know they all do it, so it's not like you can't. I mean, I know some places you can probably negotiate that, but in this case, yeah, they all do I, it. So. I hear you. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Those days were tough. Yeah, they were tough. Yeah, I was glad when they when elementary school came around years later. <laughs> yeah. So how has your work life changed since you became a parent? I think the biggest change is I mean, if you work in tech, you know that it just it's just kind of sometimes nonstop. So I sort of accept the fact that um, you just kind of have to tell yourself you do just you're going to be working a lot or working not typical hours. Um, but, and you just have to, me personally, I have to kind of balance my schedule with my wife's schedule and make sure that I'm around. You know, I don't want to be one of those parents that are not around. So it's like, I have to still make it to flag football games. I have to still figure out how to do uh, activities, you know, things like that. So it's tricky, you know. Um, uh, I, I try to limit my travel. I, you know, you know, uh, now, you know, in what I do, um, I do you know, I get asked to travel. So I, I really kind of meter that and say, Hey, do you really like, there's a, there's a big event this, this week, even next week, actually. And they say, Hey, are you, you want to go to this event? And I just said, do I have to go? Is there a reason for me to go? And then, you know, and, and luckily for me, if I have really good bosses in the past and, you know, good management people to say, yeah, you don't really need to go to this. This is not, you know, cause you know, some people like that stuff, but I try to not go to that. So limiting all that kind of keeps me, around too. So. Yeah, it's so important to have managers, executives that are understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think too, when you when you're around management who have children, they they are understanding. And and sometimes in the early days in tech, a lot of people are really young. And even this case, like because I work with a lot of founders. Sometimes founders are single. They don't have kids. They don't you know they don't have those things. And sometimes they they forget that. Hey, I need to go home and like help my son with homework. I need to like, 
my son has a practice I have to be at, at you know, five o'clock. <laughs> so I have to leave early, things like that. So it, it's just, I think you have to kind of communicate a lot at work. And that's one thing that I've learned is that you got to just communicate a ton and also find people in the company that you can ally with that are executives or management people or other parents because they, they'll kind of, you know, then there'll be a little bit of like, not just a bunch of young tech people just kind of, uh, moving the, moving the company, but people know that there's a little bit of like, a, um, you, you know, there's other, other sort of like, you know, uh, uh, kind of, you know, other mature levels of people that have different kind of things, you know? So, yeah, for sure. And you mentioned a little bit about like it being a balancing act and stuff. So like, what do you do? You know, I, I know it changes from time to time, but today, like, what do you do to achieve that work-life balance? I mean, communicate a lot with my wife. Cause that's, you know, like your spouse or your partner, you need to do a lot of communication. I think that, I think with work, um, you know, I've learned a lot of little hacks, like stay really, stay on top of my work. Like don't wait for work to kind of pile up, stay really ahead of it as a parent. And then um, make sure I'm constantly communicating to both my company, my leadership, my teams, because I manage a bunch of teams globally. And then and then even like uh, uh, making sure I understand the schedule, which, you know, it feels like a lot of work or it feels like a lot of work. But that if you put in that little bit of time, it actually does help. Like, what are we doing this week? What are the like little things like open like uh, what is it? Um, back to school night. I'm not I just I don't know when that happens. And so I always my wife, she just puts it on my calendar and says, hey, she just I told her, just invite me to everything. And it, you know, it syncs my personal calendar, my work calendar kind of work together. So I see all that. So I don't get, I don't lose things. And then, you know, we still, we, we still have friends. We still have involvement in the community on certain things. Like, and then, you know, and then I have to, uh, the biggest thing is making sure that I'm just present. That's probably the biggest thing. So. It sounds like communication and with all of that, it sounds like you're pretty organized. <laughs> like you have to be really. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have to be because if I'm not, then I'm gonna. If I for especially at work, if I forget something, then it's you know it's not good for me to forget something. So I do have a good, uh, and I, I'm one of those. Uh, I'm one of those um, in my company. The um, the senior level leadership, we don't have assistants. We don't actually. That's something we just they don't believe in having E eight. So we kind of have to manage our own schedules and everything. So it's okay. Like I actually might, don't mind it because I can, um, sometimes it takes more effort to keep someone aligned on my schedule than it is for me just to manage my schedule. So, but you know, and tools help too, like Slack and all these tools, all these reminder tools, they all just kind of keep me, keep me, uh, in the right place. Incidentally, me and my wife, we have our own version. We have, we use like, we use WhatsApp, we use all these tools to just kind of keep us aligned on the right things. So, yeah. That's neat that you figured out like a system that works yeah, for you yeah. and your schedule. So what would you say is your biggest like struggle or challenge as a working parent? I think it's um, it, it's always balance, like making sure that I'm not too overly um, committing to work on certain things. You know, that's the biggest challenge. I think secondly, too, because, you know, you know, when you're a worker, tech company is always something to do. You know, I always say. There's always 110 things to do and you can only or there's always like 15 things to do, but you can only do 10 that week. And so that other five things get, kind of gets rolled over to the next week and then there's other things. And so I have to make sure that 
I'm, I have, I've had to develop the muscle to say, it's okay if that stuff doesn't happen. And it's true. And at startup, only certain things are really important or in tech as well. Uh, and then uh, I'm okay not being in, I, I'm also okay not, you know, if when you're single or when you don't have kids, you're promoting your career, you're trying to, you know, work, make sure you're on the right track. I, I think as your kids get older, that's less important. You, you just want to make sure you're, you know, providing, doing the right things. You know, at, at my stage in career, I'm trying to more master my craft, build more of a, build more of a, um, a reputation around what I do versus, you know, versus me um, trying to build upon that. Like, and also too, I'm real with myself. Like, I'm not trying to become the next, you know, COO or next executive and things like that. I'm happy doing what I'm doing, and you know, and I get pretty well. I mean, you know, you work in tech, you get paid pretty well in general, but. I get paid pretty well. I have pretty strong compensation pack. So I just kind of like, I'm okay with that. You know, you can always do more, but there's a part of that you have to kind of balance. And I think that's usually the hardest balance because sometimes you get asked to do more and you're like, should I do this project? I know how it's going to be, but should I do this project? You know, and then that keeps me kind of in the right place because, you know, it's like my, my cup can only be it can only be filled with a certain amount of water. So I have to make sure that there's enough balance in that cup basically. So, yeah. And it sounds like, you know, your priorities shift. Yeah. Yeah. And they do shift. Like my son is a year out from going to college. So now he's looking at, you know, like he's looking at universities and things like that. And so like when he's out, it's kind of like, okay, what does that look like for us? Cause I, you know, I, I think you or so I know most people have multiple kids, but for me, we have one, we have one child, so we're a little different. Uh, but how do we like, well, that's going to shift a little bit too. So, you know, just things like that for us. So. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, you mentioned a lot about trying to get that balance and prioritizing. So what do you do for you to relax, unwind, Oh, me and my, we just, we, we find, we try to be like, even like, uh, tonight we have to take my son to an event. Uh, he has an event tonight. And, and the first thing we ask is, do we need to be there? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, cause you know, you never know, right. Sometimes the, we don't, I don't always know when a parent needs to be there. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and then it's like then the next, if the question is no, but we, we have to drop them off and pick them up. We take that time to like, oh, let's go out to eat dinner or let like, you know, I'm Korean. So I like and my wife is Latino. So it's like, let's go eat Korean food. <laughs> you know, so we try to plan around those little things because we're already kind of so busy, you know, like for her, she's really busy during tax season and audits and stuff like that. So it's like so we try to like we have to balance those kind of things. And so so we that's how we do it. And then, you know. We do, I, we're not my. I'm not a big vacation person, but my my wife is. So I, my wife and my son are, but I'm not. But any chance I get, I try to like. I just try to be at home. But to be honest, I think what's really helped this whole. You know, I know there's a lot of uh, dialogue about work from home, hybrid schedules, and all that stuff. And and Mike, I'm in the middle of it as well because I have a global workforce of about 50 people and. There's all this stuff about work from home, all these things, things like that. And me personally, I, I, I actually enjoy working from home because one, I can get a lot done, you know, work-wise, but also kind of stay like, you know, now we have a dog too. So it's like, someone's got to walk the dog and, you know, things like that. So it's like, we, 
we have to like that actually helps a lot. So incidentally, I, I'm pretty sure most parents really appreciated the hybrid workforce or the sort of like less being in the office, more being, uh, you know, more being around the house, kind of like that. And then I know that there's there's some people, there's some, you know, there's some CEOs out there. It's like everyone's coming back to the office. I'm, you know, for us, I'm I'm actually pretty grateful that our CEO and our executive team decided to do hybrid. And based on your lifestyle, you know, they said if you're if you have family, you, you can come in twice a week, up to three times a week. But everyone should, if you don't have that, most people should be in the office three days a week. You can pick those days. Um, I tend to work from home on Mondays and Fridays. And, and optionally Wednesday, and I usually go to the office on Tuesday and Thursdays regularly. But but in some cases Wednesday, depending on like what I need to get accomplished. So that flexibility has really been really good. And I, I'm pretty sure if I we've had I've had a number uh, I've had conversations with peers and other companies that that's really helped parents. Um, I don't know if it helps the company that much. I think some I think there's been a little bit of like people kind of taking advantage of that. That's kind of been giving it a bad rap, but parents, I know, love it. <laughs> so. Yeah, that flexibility is really important. So that, that's really helped in the last two years, COVID, all that stuff, you know. I mean, I mean, COVID was hard for parents in general because, you know, we're setting up classrooms in our living room and all. it was hard, right? That was hard. But now it's, now it's a little bit more easier uh, because the kids got to go back to school and you know, we got to get, they have to get picked up and they have to go through all this stuff. So. Yeah. And also now with a dog, you have to consider walking that dog and taking care of the dog. Right. Yeah. 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 Have to have a dog. <laughs> so who, who is the dog closest to? Oh, the dog is definitely closest to me. I think he's sitting behind me right now. He's just, he's always around me. Yeah. Oh, do you walk him the most? Pretty much. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the walker. Because when I walk him, I walk, I let him, I let the leash go so he can run around and he actually appreciates that. <laughs> yeah, I bet. He has the most fun with you, probably. Yeah. Nice. So with your son being 17, what's like the biggest struggle? The biggest challenge is, um, you know, obviously when your kids get older, they, they tend to think they know everything. So that's another problem. But, you know, he's picking school. So just navigating all this stuff, like he's got... You know, he's got ambition and he wants to do certain things and, you know, he wants to go. And on the flip side, he's also lazy, just like every teenager's lazy and <laughs> things like that. So I have to I have to constantly, you know, just spend time with them, talk to him through things. He's, he's pretty academically solid. I think he gets that from his mom. Uh, he just gets stuff. Um, he's just uh, I think it's just making sure he's grounded. He knows what's important. Um and, you know, we, I, you know, hopefully our parenting helps out so that when he goes to college, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't do something stupid, you know, I always, I always tell him uh, a term I always tell him is that uh, I, I try to give him perspective a lot because that's usually what helps. But I, I, I always tell him, like, I, I always tell him, you know what the word discipline actually means? Like, I'm trying to teach him this. And he's like, what does it mean? And, you know, as a teenager, he's like, what does it mean, dad? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I told him. It basically means when you don't like to do something, you do it. That's discipline. And he goes, there's a lot of times in your life, and I says, I, I've done this myself. There's a ton of stuff I just don't want to do, but I have to do it. And that's what's going to make you successful. School, business, work. You know, He's like, okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so, 
Oh, he's he's a great. He's he, he's very thoughtful. Always wants to ask me questions about things. Have conversations about things that are uh, sometimes not easy, but they're, they're he just wants to know about the world, you know. So, you know, he's a little bit of a spoiled kid because he's this only child, you know. So he you know he's 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 got to grow out of that eventually too. So. But it's great that he has that relationship with you where he feels comfortable coming to you to ask questions and talk things through. Yeah, yeah. And that's not, I mean, he doesn't, obviously, he has he has great friends too. So we really, his little, I call it his little clique. They're, they're actually really good. They're really good for each other. We know their parents. They know us. They, like he went on, he actually went on vacation with one of his friends to Oregon, which was different because their family is very outdoorsy. And so he was like, canoeing fishing doing all this stuff we don't do that stuff and you know i was like did you like that he's like yeah but i'm not i don't you know it's very rustic right so he's just like i don't want to he's like i can do it once or twice but i'm not i'm not doing it every year like you know some people go camping every year and that's great we're not one of those people that go camping every year we like to go to like let's go to a let's go to a resort yeah like we'll go to tahoe but we'll get an air yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go to Disneyland or Disney World. Like, let's go someplace that's a little bit more. Yeah, exciting. yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, um, what's something that you would tell someone in tech who's going to have kids, or something you wish you knew when you? Oh yeah, I actually had this question from somebody, so I it's kind of fresh to me in my mind. I told them that um, you know, it depends on where you work. I told them you know, like if you work at a big tech company, you know, I worked at Meta. I know you worked at Twitter. So like, uh, now called X. Don't get the X, <laughs> the X. But I, I do know that when you work in big big tech, uh, I says they do give you a lot. Like like it's a lot. It's really stressful because there's always so much to do. But they do have great benefits, and that's the benefit of you know that's what you get for working hard, I guess. Right. Uh, on the flip side, I say I tell them that you just got if you're gonna work in tech in general, you you just gotta know who's gonna be doing more or less. It's very tricky. It's it's not it's not very common where both parents work in tech. Sometimes that's the case, uh, but it's 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 just kind of interesting. It's not I don't meet a lot of people where both parents work in tech. I do sometimes meet it, but you know, like most of the time, it's either one of the partners are working in tech, but then one of them is basically like a teacher or maybe I don't know uh, does something else, right? You know, so I always say you kind of want to have a balance because. If you're both doing it, it gets really stressful really fast because you're trying to balance those two things. Um, and then I and I always say, I always say, you just got to communicate a lot. It's and there's no there's no like blueprint that works. It's what works for you and your family because some people have family in the area, which does help. Some people have resources, uh, community resources, or could maybe hire in like. We tried this. We hired a in in house nanny for a little bit. It just was like, I think for us it was just too expensive, and it was just too like we had to pay insurance and all these things. It didn't make sense long term for us. And then, um, but if you have those resources, it's good. If you're the hardest is when you're. I would probably say if you're both in tech, you're you don't have no family. Uh, you have other friends that have young kids because they won't be very helpful to you. And then, and then you're trying to accomplish all that at the same time is really challenging. And typically what I've seen is that someone has to decide who's going to work a little less, not be as ambitious about their career, things like that. And I said, you got to probably have that conversation. I, I know a lot of times I know if you if you're a partner, like I know people who 
their partner, the husband is taking a back, a, a step back in their career and let the, and let the female partner become more of the, you know, sort of like executive or something like that. Or I know, I know I have friends like that who are, they're more prominent and they're okay with that because that's how they've chosen to, you know, raise their family basically, you know, like the wife might be a VP in a company, but the husband has taken a, a lesser role in the company to work part-time or partial time or be a consultant so that they can be more around the kids and kind of be like, uh, you know, um, full-time daddy, mommy kind of thing. Cause you know, you, someone, someone's got to have it for me. I'm fortunate my wife, cause she's a CPA, she's licensed. She could kind of do that and she can kind of run our own schedule. Uh, and then, uh, we do have family in the Bay area, but it's not, uh, it's hard to leave kids with my parents cause they're so Korean that they, they, they don't actually do well with the kids. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. They're old school Asian. So if you gotta go about old school Asian people, you, know, <laughs> you don't leave them, you don't leave them with your, your, your parents that long. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe a couple hours is fine, but I like the whole day. Yeah, yeah, they end up, they ended up, they, they end up like on the roof with my dad doing something. It's like, dad. What are you doing? <laughs> Get the kids down. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely hear you of like, it's just not a one size fits all, right? Everyone does what works for them and their partner. And yeah, and it's really tough for parents. I know that because uh, I've, I've heard a lot of, you know, stress stories and things like that. So I always tell them, you got to work it out. You got to kind of like keep iterating on it. You can't just because it works for some of your friends and people you know, it may not work for you. Like things that work for us may not work. I mean, you know, your kids could, you know, and then, you know, like, and also too, parents have to deal with, like, I have coworkers or friends where kids have maybe some form of special needs or some learning disability and all those little things come into play. And that's why it's too organic. You can't decide that one fits, one size is going to fit all. I always say it always, it does get better. That's one thing I always tell people, it does get better when they go to school that's when it gets better because your schedule is more predictable. But when you first have that first five years, four years is less like, and you know, if you have more kids, that first five years goes on for a long time, you know, but it does get better once you all kids get all kind of into school, they, they all go through different phases. And, you know, it's kind of like anything, you just have to react and respond to things. But I think long as you're, you and your partner are aligned on what needs to happen, I think it's, it's okay. Yeah. I definitely feel that we were like, oh, first five years, we'll get through it, and then we had another kid, and then another kid. <laughs> it was like, okay, get through these ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like in wave. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we added a puppy. It was like adding a kid, and it was like getting up at three in the morning to take the puppy out because the puppy needs to go out, and it's like the puppy's throw the puppy threw up on the couch, and it's like clean the couch. It's like <sighs> yeah, and they can't express it either, like a baby. No, no, no. They can't express it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today, Song. It was really, really awesome talking to you and hearing from you. No, thanks. I hope some. I hope parents get a lot out of this, and uh, you know, and uh, they could, you know, being in tech is exciting, but it, it has its challenges. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure people will find little nuggets of things that are going to be useful for them. So, thank you so much. All right. Thanks, y'all. Have a great time. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us today on Parenthood Bites. We hope you found our episode informative and entertaining. 
If you're a parent in the tech world or know someone who is, we'd love to hear from you. Please reach out to us at chow at parenthoodbytes.co and we'll be thrilled to add your experiences to our interviews. That's chow, C-H-I-A-O, at parenthoodbytes, B-Y-T-E-S dot co, C-O. And to our potential sponsors out there, if you're a business or know of one that would like to support and partner with our podcast, please don't hesitate to get in touch. You can also reach us at chow at parenthoodbytes.co. Thank you once again for tuning in, and we wish you a fantastic rest of your week. Until next time, take care and stay curious.